Good morning. This is Ruth Mitchell, editor of The Wholesaler Magazine. In just a minute, you're going to tune into my off-the-cuff conversation with Howard Traeger from Traeger Brothers and Associates out of Florida. Now, when we finished the podcast, Howard and I were talking about how long we've both been in this industry, and he told me he just celebrated his 40th year. That was being celebrated as a surprise by his employees and family and friends as they were driving by the office, honking and waving in a car parade, balloons and celebrating his 40th year milestone. And quite frankly, that's what personifies this industry and the people and the connections that we have and what makes it so great. Thank you for joining us today. Enjoy the Off the Cuff with Howard Traeger, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Good morning, everyone. This is Ruth Mitchell, editor of The Wholesaler Magazine. I'm coming to you from Charlottesville, Virginia, pre-kickoff to the Labor Day weekend. And I'm really excited to be having our next guest here on our Off the Cuff podcast to talk to an industry leader about his company and also celebrate The Wholesaler Magazine's 75th anniversary. Today, we're joined by Howard Traeger, president of Traeger Brothers and Associates. The company is known for specializing in creative solutions to logistical supply challenges. Founded in 1924, Traeger Brothers and Associates is Miami's oldest and largest stocking distributor of pipe, valves, and fittings, serving a broad scope of industrial and commercial supply needs for North America, South America, and quite frankly, for companies around the globe. With four divisions and three locations, the company's focus is on industrial, waterworks, construction, networking, and telecommunications products. Howard is a third-generation owner and ensures the company upholds its mission of building on your proud family tradition to provide superior service and quality products at fair prices to our customers worldwide. Add in the company's values and culture of doing the right thing every time, all the time, is at the heart of driving the company's success. There's so much to talk about, so I'm just going to jump right in. Howard, welcome to Off the Cuff. Hi, Ruth. Thank you for having us on the air with you today. I want to congratulate the wholesaler for their 75-year uh, success and years of success, and we've been uh, a subscriber and uh, avid reader for many years. Oh, Howard, that's wonderful. Thank you for those kind words of of acknowledgement there. And, you know, also, we look to your company that was founded in 1924. I mean, obviously, you've got a long history of success here as well. So thank you for joining us. And, you know, speaking of that, let's just jump right in. You know, Howard, I talked a little bit here about, you know, what's at the company's core of doing the right thing every time, all the time. But can you talk to us a little bit more about your company's core mission and values and how maybe those might have changed over the years? Sure. Uh, well, you really nailed it, Ruth, in your intro. Uh, superior service, quality products, fair prices has always been our core values. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they really haven't evolved that much. They've, they've pretty much stayed the same, but our business has evolved. Talk to me about how the business has evolved over the years. Well, we started off as an exporter, and we we use these three core values 
as a critical part of us being a successful exporter in the international market. Mm-hmm. And I believe that, you know, over the years, being an exporter and, and having to follow, you know, having much more detail to our transactions really helped us when we decided to expand into the domestic market. Mm-hmm. And all that experience greatly aided our evolution into a full-line supply house to have serving domestic and international companies. I know that you're a third-generation owner, Howard. When did that transition take place from export to supplying domestically? I would say it kind of started in the 80s, which was where our biggest uh, transition happened, where we kind of organized the company more, and we didn't really have a domestic division until somewhere in the 90s, I believe. Was that because you saw the need and the opportunity over here? But that's that's kind of an interesting story. I, I guess it was because we were experiencing a lot of domestic supply houses getting involved in our markets overseas. So we used the old saying, uh, a good defense is a good offense. Uh-huh. I guess it is. Uh-huh. And we decided to uh, try and mix it up with them on their home ground. <laughs> oh, I love it. And as we're heading into football season, too, I love these terms. Well, you know, let me ask you this. Obviously, that sounds like it was one of the roadblocks that your company had run into over the years. Um, what other roadblocks has your company run into, and how were those tackled? No pun intended. <laughs> Keep going back to that football term. I know. One of our biggest roadblocks for the company has always been our products and territory mix. Uh-huh. And, and the the easiest solution to that was diversification. Before I joined the company, we were originally Cuban-American export company. Mm-hmm. And when, when Cuba went south in the 1950s, we were in deep trouble. We were concentrated on that market. But through diversification, we expanded our territories into the Caribbean basin and South America, Central America, and our business really prospered. And as we grew and as we focused more on the industrial segment, we found that all of a sudden, 50% of our business was concentrated with one of our refinery clients, and we identified that as being a huge danger for us, and that's when we started our domestic movement. That's really interesting. You know, there is always an opportunity and challenge. I look at I look at it that way. When you were going through those obstacles, or I should say after you went through them, what do you think was one of the most valuable lessons you learned from those experiences? Hmm, that's a good one. I guess when you hit a rough patch in the road, stick together and keep your heads down. Mm-hmm. Keep your heads down and keep working. Keep your head down and keep working. We've been very fortunate to be able to keep our trader family together throughout all the ups and downs. And even now as we're growing into new markets, we're looking at other ways that we can bring engineered solutions to our customers. So through the introduction of uh, Indomar composite pipe repairs, Andronico Teflon line products, Spirex Farco steam systems, and our latest addition is Plitco mechanical pipe repairs. These are ways that we're offering more services to our customers. And we've opened, just recently opened in Mulberry, the Traeger Service Center, which is focusing on valve actuation and repair. So we keep trying to reinvent ourselves and keep adding services to assist our customers in their needs. 
Well, it definitely sounds that way. Um, you're branching out. And to me, from our conversation here, it sounds like every time there was a challenge, there was an opportunity as well, um, which keeps moving the company forward. With with that being said, over let's look at the last five years. What do you think has been the smallest change that you have made at the company or the company has made that has had the biggest impact? People. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly within the last five years, but people have been a big part of it. I've been extremely fortunate to have worked alongside some of my family members through the years. Past and present, some of them are Bert Traeger, Susan Traeger, Marilyn Traeger, Lisa Corrales, Ryan Ruisman, Eric Poling, and Samantha Traeger. Mm-hmm. And recently, Rebecca Ruisman just joined us too. So we've been very fortunate that way and having the right people. Uh, has made a big difference. Uh, Samantha, is, uh, my daughter, has taken a really positive role in operations at the company, so that's helped us expand even more. My exec- for example, my executive management team that had been with me for 20 years plus, Jeff Toll, Eunice Avieva, Dave Tilden, um, have you know helped steer the company in directions that we're going, and then we've added some seasoned veterans that have made a great impact. Dale uh, Roberts, Frank Bazanka. Jeff Whitmire, latest Ernie Shooter, who's running our Houston branch. So I'm just amazed how getting the right person and fit can have the biggest positive results throughout the company. It's just always, always wonderful when you get the right person in the right seat. Oh, absolutely. And not only the right person in the right seat, but the, the, the people with passion. And it, goodness knows that this industry is is filled with individuals that have a a lifetime invested in it. And if I heard correctly, you now have the fourth generation working in the company with your daughter, correct? Yes. Well, my daughter, uh, Lisa, Eric, and Brian, and Rebecca are all the next generation after me. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, you know, that's wonderful because when we talk about challenges, you know, the people always come up in its finding hiring and retaining employees and what companies go through, you know, sourcing, sourcing talent is, is as we all know, is, is such a challenge here. Um, but it's wonderful to know that the next generation of your family owned and operated business is coming to fruition here and they will take it forward as well. I'm hoping that they're inspired to be the next leaders of Traeger Brothers going into the next 50 years. Well, founded in 1924, your company has a a long lineage of success in this industry. And, you know, I always say that there's there's things out there such as buying groups and national associations and networking groups that can help you build your book business and bring about opportunity, information and connections. The Wholesaler Magazine is celebrating its 75th anniversary. How has the magazine helped your company be successful? We, as a group, love participating in industry and networking with industry in our supply industry and our customers' industries and associations as well. Being a part of a a wholesaler allows us to network with our peers, learn best practices from them, open up with new manufacturers and a multitude of new relationships and business opportunities. Most re- recently, we, we were very happy to have the honor of being recognized by the wholesaler as number 37 
on their PDF segment, something mm-hmm. that we are super proud of and proudly displaying in our marketing literature and at some of our branches. Absolutely. Well, well, we are happy to celebrate the companies, uh, the companies in this industry that should be should be acknowledged for you know all of the hard work and for the other companies out there that have not made that listing. It's something to aspire to and look up to, and and we thank you for those kind words, Howard. Th- these are what I call my two dinner party questions. And I know, and the because it makes you, it really does make you think. What's the one word that you want your customers or your employees or your partners, uh, channel partners to have in mind when they hear the company name? That's pretty easy. Family. Aww. Family says we are independent and not some big corporation. We care about you. We, we are all in this together. We are your neighbors. We are your partners. I love that. Uh, all right, Howard, this is my other dinner party question. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave our conversation with this note. What's the one award that you want to see on your company's wall? You know, Ruth, it's kind of an award every day coming in and seeing our family name on the wall. Mm-hmm. Knowing that we have a great support staff of family members, trusted old friends, simply great employees and coworkers. And the growth in the future of Trader Brothers is in good hands. That's probably enough for me. I don't think I need an award. I have to tell you, that was absolutely beautiful. And I can only imagine that when you go to the office and you look out and you see your family name out there on the company sign or on a van that goes by or a truck that goes by, it should make you sit, smile, and realize all the hard work that started back in 1924 that you and the next generation carry forward today. That would fill my heart. And with that... Thank you, Ruth. I, I just had one more thing oh, sure. before you end it. Because yeah. I was taught very well by affiliated distributors, AD, that I'm supposed to give a shout-out to my network. So <laughs> I want to give a shout-out to AD's Network 304 which we are proud to be a part of. Well, I, hey, I love shout-outs. You're right. Shout-out to AD Network 304. You got it. I'm happy to celebrate uh, celebrate all of the networking tools you have that, that makes you the success that you are. Howard, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for helping to celebrate the Wholesaler Magazine's 75th anniversary. And as always, thank you for being part of this wonderful industry. And we look forward to seeing you at the next event, wherever and whenever that might be down the line. Well, thank you, Ruth, for taking an interest in our company and our history and always uh, all the good work you and the wholesaler do.